We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials. A conversation about being young, in love, and navigating life one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to episode 85 of Married Millennials. We're getting up there. We are. Episodes, 15 buddy. episodes away from 100. 100. Like, what? Y'all been rocking with us for almost two years now. Yeah. Every Thank Tuesday, you. new episode dropping in your inbox. But boom, yeah. there was only one time the episode did not drop on its scheduled time. <laughs> we were out of town in New York visiting family, and Joy was like, oh, no problem. No, I no, will no. Schedule that the wasn't that time. You were gone. I was here. Okay. Because I was walking the dogs. And was it your mom? My mom texts? Text. She like, says, excuse me. Where's the episode? Because my mom gets up super early and listens to it on her way to work. Yeah. She's like, excuse me, where's the episode? I was like, oh, Joy says she handled it. I text Joy. Joy, did you It was schedule so the- bad. So for those of you who don't know, we release our episode... Uh, 6 a.m. Eastern time. Correct. So it goes out at 3 a.m., which I said, because Justin had a busy weekend. I was like, baby, I got you. Let me handle this. Let me take this trying weight to step off up your to the back. Plate. I was trying to step up to the plate. And broke the plate. Yeah. <laughs> I did. So I said, I'll take care of it. I, my happy butt just like went to bed, woke up, was walking the dogs. And so by this time, I think it was like 7.30 Pacific time. Yes. It was after, I think it was eight. When yeah. it finally got up, I think it was in the eight o'clock hour yeah. Pacific time. Because I wasn't in a position to do it when I, when I heard that I failed. So we were almost six hours delayed. Yeah. So we only had, we've only had my one dad, hiccup. Shawty. It was, was my fault. I was so upset. I was just like, what do we, like, we know the deal. This has to go out 3 a.m. Pacific Coast I feel Coast bad time. because I specifically said, time. I got you. And I just. You didn't, you didn't have me. My dad. It's disrespectful. My wife didn't have me. I, but I have you now. And we got to ask you to have our back and leave a review on iTunes. For those of you who have, thank you, thank you. Again, we read them. We got a new one at this actually. Yeah, this we appreciate week. it. I and mean, yeah. as, as we said before, when we asked you guys to leave reviews, it's nice to connect with our audience. You know, the, the podcast medium, you really don't know who's listening. So it's nice to be able to hear your guys' feedback. I know a few of you guys will leave comments on our page or send a DM. But it's it's nice to you, know, you put it there in a public space than other people who come across our podcast yeah. can be like, oh, married millennials, Justin and Joy, I rock with this show. Right. I want to listen. So we need you guys to do that support. Write yeah. a quick line in there. We truly do appreciate it. Yeah, and tell your friends. Share, share it the old-fashioned way. <laughs> well, I say that at the end of the show all the time, but apparently y'all don't listen all the way to the end of the show. It's like, okay, here comes the music. That means the show you must be coming to an end. If I'm being honest, I do that too. Like, I log out at the end of shows. I know that that's awful, but so I So you miss the closing messages? Most of so the time. So I'm, I'm about to start putting secrets at the very end of the show. Right. And it's going to force you guys to listen. But wait, how did I not know about that? Because you turned it off 30 seconds before it But you listen to ended. the content. Correct. It's just like the wrap-up. You're like, okay, like I understand what a goodbye is. Nah, I don't approve. Well, you know what we should do? We should just end the show one day. Like, just be in the just middle abruptly. of talking. Yeah. And, just end and then the y'all show. can send a message. Wait, what yeah. happened to the show? Did no, well, it, know did who the off? real ones no, are. No, I was testing yeah. to see if y'all really listened right. all the way through. But no, it, it, we really, truly would appreciate it. Because, again, it's, you know, it's, it's nice to connect with the community. Yeah. 
And you know it is Thanksgiving week, which means Black Friday is coming up, which is the kickoff to the reckless spending during the holiday season. And I got the perfect gift for y'all. I'm trying to tell you my credit card course. I launched it. it was about, I think I launched it in October. Was it October? Yeah. So it's been about five, six weeks since it's been out. And I know this is the season. This is the season we always say to ourselves, are we going into the new year doing things differently? So these, this is the time right now where you're starting to set up your, your 2018. Right. Okay, what didn't I like about 2017? <laughs> what do I want to do better in 2018? And we always talk about, you know, I just want to do better financially. I want to put myself in a, in a better position and not spend so reckless and budget my money and, and just be able to travel, go do the things I want to do. I hear it every year because, hell, I say it every year too. And what finally made the change is I had to get smart about my credit and I had to get smart about my budgeting. So those are two resources that are available on our website, lovejays.com. I got a free budget tracker to get your life squared away because yeah. you're going to do your recap at the end of the Which year. Which has really helped people, like, by the way. Oh, my yeah. gosh. My money is not right. right. That budget tracker will save your life. It's right there on the website, lovejays.com. And then additionally is the online credit card course. Now, this is not a free option, unlike the budget tracker. But again, I'm telling you guys, this credit card course it's is very, it. very valuable. If you are serious about getting your money right going into the new year and you want to travel and you want to be more flexible with your cash and maximize your cash, not have to worry if your paycheck hits on time and you're scrambling, I'm like, okay, I got to bounce this check because my, my, my paycheck's not coming until the third, even though it's due on the first. That's unnecessary sweat. I created this course to give you guys an unbelievable access and insight to the, the value of credit cards and how if you use them responsibly, it can really change your life. And I'm saying this as someone who's been doing it for all going on full time for over three years. My credit score is in the low 800s. I just got an email yesterday from my identity protection saying your new credit score, or excuse me, your new credit report is available. And they only give you the credit report once a year. And then I saw them scores. I was like, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. 800s across the boards. I'm telling y'all. I know what I'm talking about, but I need you guys to trust me. And also, I need you guys to support us in all seriousness is, you know, as we look to grow the Love Jays brand and we look to do more exciting things with this podcast come 2018, we do need some source of funding to make some of these dreams come to a reality. And this course right now is what we are using to help supplement some of the cost. So if you believe and rock with the Love Jays and you want to rock with your money and get your money tight, Make sure you go and subscribe to that course, Hello Credit Goodbye Debit, why credit cards should be the only thing in your wallet. That was a good little pitch. I like that. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. I like the way you wrapped it up, too. That was nice. I see you. That, I'm, I'm, look, I'm trying to tell you I'm passionate about <laughs> no, this. No, you are man. passionate. I mean, if, if and you, you should be. And if you've been listening to our show, I've talked about money so many times within this show because when you get married or you're in a, in a serious committed relationship finances come up and joy and i were ill prepared once we got married in the transition of the finances even though i was responsible with mine it's just different when someone doesn't have <laughs> the same mindset when it comes to money and money is a serious issue in marriages and relationships so if you don't want to have these issues you need to learn how to use it effectively and work through the process and understand that credit cards really are a valuable tool if you know how to use it responsibly. And I share in this course, it's an hour and a half course and gives you all of the insight that you need. And then of course, I'm like, yo, if you have any questions, just holler at your boy because I got you. I got you guys. I'm in it for the vacations. Like that's honestly what sold me. When we went to Hawaii and didn't pay very much, 
I was like, okay, this is something that yeah. I need to pay and attention that's, to. And that's just the bonus. Yeah. That, that's the bonus. I know that it's teaching, the bonus. Teaching you how to maximize your credit, which then right. can turn into credit card reward points, which can allow you to vacation on a basically a free dime. Joy and I are going on vacation next month, and thanks to the strategies that I have used for the last several years, we are going on a basically a free vacation. What, what Again, it, was the total? Is uh, we paid a total of $58. And that's flights and, and hotels. And that was including flights and hotels. Yeah. like $58 for a five-day vacation. Get the course. <laughs> I'm just trying to tell you. And, and, and but really, that's not even the, the, the hype of the course. It's really maximizing your cash flow and showing how it works. Yeah. But in, on top of maximizing your cash, and I can also show you how to benefit and be able to enjoy a vacation once a year. I'm very confident. I'm very, very confident that if you take this course and you apply the tools, within a year, you will be able, through your spending and being smart, you'll be able to go on some type of trip. Now, I'm not saying he's going to be on here funding your whole trip, right. or whether it's a plane ticket somewhere that you, that you just couldn't afford, a few nights at a hotel, whatever it is, if you're smart about your spending based on your income, because obviously the more you spend, the more you get, and some folks just can't spend as much as others, but at the same time, if you are diligent and smart about it, I feel very confident that I could work with you to be able to get you a plane ticket somewhere that you want to visit in a year. It's a valuable resource. Make sure you go to lovejays.com slash courses. You mentioned it's Thanksgiving week, and I have an announcement. I don't know if I've said it on the show. She's not pregnant. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's not the announcement. The way you said that, like, oh, hold the sheets, hold the no, sheets. No, 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 no. It's just that, so uh, you know that my parents are divorced, and the holidays have been rough since that that occurred. For sure. Yeah, because it's, it's, you know, you're figuring out the restructuring of your family. You don't have you know, the same home base to return to anymore. And I just feel like the holidays are all about returning to that home base, right? Like, I'm home for the holidays. Well, I didn't have that for a while. So I just, for probably since, was that 2012? 12 yeah. Yeah, I have been the Grinch of all the holidays. I think that's why I clung to Halloween. It's like, Halloween! There's no family. Like, I'm but independent still, of all the bullshit. You, right, but it's still <laughs> festive, and I'm going to love this holiday. And I still do. I do love Halloween. I, I think it's festive. Um, but I would say this year, I'm feeling that holiday joy again. And it's I think because I've, I'm settling into the new normal. It's happening. It's finally happening. What, what caused the shift? Time? I would say time and just slowly building better relationships. And yeah, I, not that, I mean, nothing is perfect by any means. It also, it's not that I didn't accept it before, but you have to go through the emotions of it. You have to grieve. And I think that that's a hard thing for people to understand is even though it's your parents that get divorced and even if you are a grown-up, you have to grieve that relationship. I mean, and it depends on your family structure. For me, I was very invested in mine, obviously. I loved my parents. I used to, in high school, So because my, my brother is a little older than me, so in high school, at the end of the day, I would go get in bed with both my parents and talk about my day. So I had to mourn not being able to do something as simple as that anymore. That's no small thing uh, when, you know, I don't know. And it's not that I ever felt any less loved or like my parents weren't excited about the holidays, nothing about that, but also having to choose where to go was very difficult. Very difficult. And you've been on that ride with me, so I, I appreciate you. Yes, I have. I have been on the ride and, and I've shared before is it's something that I didn't expect to be 
affected as much as I was. You know, my parents are, are still together, and on ho- on holidays, I was always with my family. It was whether I was at my parents' house or with another relative with my parents, it was always there, and that still continues to be the case on some holidays. You know, but now since you know, the divorce is, I've had to spend my holidays a lot differently than I was used to. And for a while, I was a little frustrated. I was like, man, this is not how I want to spend my holidays. <laughs> right. Uh, because obviously, I just want to be with my family. When I say my family, joy is obviously included in that conversation. I was like, I just want to be in, in one place and sitting there and having a good, good time, good conversations, good food, good people. And now, you know, we're constantly bouncing around. And Christmas is still one of the most frustrating holidays for the bouncing around. But that is, it's slowly. We're balancing down. it out. We have, well, we never went more than two places. No, but it, it's just tough because I say we go three places because we start at our house and then we go somewhere else. Then we come back home and then go somebody, go somewhere else. Right. So like we can't really enjoy some of the holidays because you're just constantly you're on, the, on the move. Yeah. Yeah. That I mean, that'll change eventually. I think that'll change when we have kids. Oh, it's definitely going to change. Yeah. Parents, I'm just letting you know now. Yeah. Mom, dad, I'm letting you know. When we have kids, <laughs> not leaving the house. Y'all have to come to us. Tradition's going to have to change. Yes, dad, if, if I know. Tradition's going to have to change. If we could get your, your parents Father. to have 30 Christmas mornings with you. Because they've had a, every Christmas morning yeah, every with Christmas you. Every Christmas morning with me. Yeah. So Except, could, w- no. No, you haven't missed a Christmas morning. No, I haven't morning. missed Christmas. That was New Year's when I was in Hawaii. I was trying to think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you've done Christmas morning. Yeah. And I think that's Christmas actually really morning. special for parents to be able to have. For yeah, an it's been, it's been great. I and mean, we've been doing yeah. that for, this will be, what, our 29th? My 29th yeah, Christmas? Yeah, so I'm saying if we could get to 30... That would be good. No, it would be it'd be very legit. But I'm just prepping you now, Father, that traditions may have to change when are, are you another prepping party him through the podcast. Yes, I'm prepping him through the podcast because I'll, I'll talk to him in person as well. But right. I'm going to also prep you through this platform because I know you're listening. But that doesn't mean that they couldn't come over to our. Like, I just I'm I just, saying traditions yeah. are changing. I'm not saying that I'm not yeah. going to see my parents. That's not an option. Yeah, it's just the way we do things it may have to be a little different. That's all I'm saying. I, I honestly don't hate it. I like that we see your parents. And I love it. See I just don't like my driving. families. <laughs> that's that's the only thing I right. don't like is you just lose valuable time driving to places. Right. But see, this is the thing. In the morning, <laughs> we will move on from Christmas. But I want to say we open the gifts. I kind of like it. We put, load up the cars with your parents' gifts and siblings. Then we listen to Christmas music yeah, it, all I, the way down. I, I, understand, I understand all yeah. of that. All I'm right. just saying. You're that just it's, not into it. it. It's, all right. it's, it's not as... I wasn't ready at the time to shift and split my holidays uh, because of, of Joy's divorce. I just... Or of Joy's parents' divorce. <laughs> I, was I wasn't... Like, I, wasn't I, I wasn't prepared. And it's one of those things that if you are with someone or you're dating someone and you may know firsthand or if they're going through that process now, you know, prepare yourself that your holidays and your traditions may change. And it's just, a, it's a, it's something that I had to learn that I didn't know yeah. that I was going to have to deal with. I think that happens in marriage anyway. The difference is when parents are divorced, instead of two families, you're dealing with three. Yeah. And then if those parents, then you're dealing with four and it's a lot. It's too much. And everyone wants to see you, of course. No one puts pressure on you. I, w- I wouldn't say people put pressure on us. No, I don't think people put pressure yeah. on us at all. We yeah. put pressure on yourselves because you want to see You want to see people. people. Yeah. So, I don't know. But And I also think the process of Thanksgiving has been working out every year because only one person is having it. Would you agree? Yeah. It's like It just happens that way. So, Thanksgiving's cool. 
and I'm excited about it. And also, this year, because of veganism, we're doing our first vegan Thanksgiving. So yeah. we're going to cook here. Preparing our own food for yeah. the first time ever. Yes. Because I'm always, I'm that person that's going to your house and yeah. rubbing. And snacking up your food. And leaving it with a plate. Right. Right, so this year we're going to make our own. I, I, do you want to make it and then just like bring it over there? Or you want to make it and eat it? I kind of want to eat it. Well, I'm going to eat I'm going to make it and eat it, and then I'm going to probably take a plate like your to seconds. go yeah. and then eat okay. there. Okay, yeah, that well, works. It just depends on the time. There's so much yeah. the prep work that goes into it, so we'll we'll figure it out. I don't we'll know. See. I'm a little stressed out about that part. <laughs> I, I am a little like, nervous. I'm like, this is a lot of meals. We need, actually, speaking of that, we need to go grocery shopping for all of that. Today. Today, yeah, because Tuesday be and Wednesday crowded. are going to be a zoo. Zoo. Oh, gosh. Yay, mundane <laughs> task. Like, don't you wish? I mean, wait, you found out, what is it, Sprouts? Who delivers? Oh, yo, this is game changing. So my uh, a colleague of mine has Amazon Prime. We have Amazon Prime, and a lot of people, I'm sure, have Amazon Prime. And he was telling me that he's been ordering groceries online through Sprouts. Now, I guess it depends on which city you live in. But through Amazon Prime, and I forget the way how you got there because I was confused. I need you to send me a link. But he goes and orders all his groceries through Sprouts via Amazon, and then they deliver the groceries right to his door. And it's like four hours later. So you get it the same day. And he said the only thing that's added is a, a tip for the driver, and that's included in, the, in the, your bill. So it's like whatever you went to the grocery store, which you would pay, and then he said the only thing that's added is a driving or delivery fee to bring you your groceries. And he said, I've done it the last three weeks, and he said, I may never go grocery shopping again. <laughs> and I was like, wait, 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 what? And I know yeah. there are different grocery stores that, that have these services, but for some reason it wasn't as attractive as it was when he said Sprouts and Amazon. Yeah. So we may have to try this. I doubt Thanksgiving week would be the best week for it. No. Although I definitely don't want to go to the grocery store and deal with the nonsense. But we definitely need to do that today. My only issue with that is somebody else is picking up your produce. And I don't really, I don't know. Like don't pick up pieces that are brown <laughs> or like an apple with a hole in it or like a mushy avocado. You know, no, that that is, that is true. Is that someone else is picking out yeah. your stuff? But I mean, it's convenience, and convenience is clearly one in this world, in this economy. So we'll see. But I'm I'm not we'll there see. yet for Thanksgiving. I got I got to feel. No, Thanksgiving we'll try, but maybe next week. Yeah, I got I got to feel everything. Now, staying yeah. on the topic of, of Thanksgiving, since it is coming up this week, potlucks are a very, I guess, centerpiece, as you can call it, of Thanksgiving meals. And I may be in the minority on this. But I hate potlucks. Genuinely cannot stand potlucks. And again, I may be in the minority when it comes to this, but I am just not a fan of going places and people asking me to bring stuff to contribute to the celebration. I don't have an issue with contributing to the celebration, but my whole thought is if you are going to host, you're going to open your home and host for the holidays, you should be prepared to feed the people who come to your house. Now, you may not be able to cook, but you have the space. Then you better find somebody else who can cook the food. Whether you go get the food and you have someone else prepared at your house, that works. But I'm, I'm just not a fan. That's just of, so bougie of you. Is, I don't know. Is it bougie? Yes, it's so bougie. Is it? I just and got, also, I feel like your family's not that big. So you're just, even you have extended family, but you're not with them for a lot of time. So if you're hosting 12 people at your house, like it's more like a dinner party. You got that. But like 
my family is <laughs> between 50 and 65 people at any given time. I'm not feeding all those people and their kids. Like what? What? No. So here, this is okay. My, <laughs> That's crazy. My, my father is the cook in our house. Yeah. He throws down. He's the grill master. When we had celebrations at our house, my father prepared the food. When he and he knew that if I'm having something at my house, I was going. He was going to go buy all the food and make everything. And we would have 40, 50, 60, 70 people in the backyard. And my dad had food, plenty of food left over. So I understand that not every occasion was feeding that, that many people. Right. But when it happened, he was prepared to feed everybody there. And they would always ask, Drew, what do you need? What do you, what do you need us to bring? He said, if you want to bring and something to drink, if you want to bring some chips, something to snack on, some alcohol, I'm cool with that. But if you are hosting and you're inviting people to your home, I, I just feel that you should be prepared to make the bulk of the food. I, 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 I'm sorry. And if I, and that makes me a, a bougie snob, if that, that makes me bougie. in the minority, if that makes me a jerk, I, then it is what it is, but I'm, I'm not a fan of potlucks. I understand Because not saying. everybody invited can cook. Then you, no. it's just, it's, it's just not, not the move. Not everyone can cook. But then you get I, duplicate, uh-uh. No, actually, I would say. Or no, then, then, then I'm, I'm still going because I'm upset. <laughs> oh because then gosh. you'll get the people who actually cook meals, and then you'll get the people who just go to the store and buy some bullshit, and you're just like, wait. So the people who, who come with, I'm um, going to just go get this, this cake from Ralph's and bring it to you, and then they want to bring six other people and then pack up to-go plates before they even get their, their plate to eat at the actual house. So I'm, I want to say something. I don't rock with it. This year, the, the potluck list is being delegated. So you have to sit. You don't, you don't say, I'm bringing this. You were assigned a thing to bring. So we don't have duplicates. Or, but what if you're assigned something that you can't cook? Well, then you say like, hey, I don't know how to make that. And then you will be... Reassigned, I'm sure. See, I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not with it. I'm not. I understand that it's the it's the here's it's the, the thing. I feel like way, your house, I'm just not, your I'm, rules. I'm not if you're hosting, don't have a potluck. And if I'm hosting, I don't mind having a potluck. I think that that's an. We're not okay having potlucks in my house. If you come to my house, we ain't having a potluck. I know Joy likes to say that, but look, if you're invited and to my house to eat, don't ever expect that you got to bring. We normally food to have like contribute. people bring drinks or whatever. Yeah, you want to bring if you want to bring snacks. Alcohol and drinks, cool. I have no issue yeah. with that. But I'm not going to tell but you to bring But nobody's asking food. anybody to bring a turkey. That's the thing is that that will be provided. The turkey will be provided. But it, when you're feeding that many people, that's like th- thousands of dollars. And it's the not. way my fa- Yes, it is. No, and it's the way, not. Yes. It is not it thousands of dollars is. to feed. Oh, my God. You're I so w- It's over a thousand at least. Yeah. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Justin, who are you feeding? Oh my gosh! This is unbelievable. I need to call. I need to call in. I need to call in the, the lifeline. This is. It's over a thousand dollars. Okay. With all the sides. You don't. When you make things in bulk, you buy things. It is not costing you over a thousand dollars to to feed fifty people. It's not. I, I don't You're believe tripping. it. Tripping. I, I don't believe it. All right. Well, I'm now, granted, saying, I haven't grocery shopped for that many people, but I do I not believe were, it. I mean, I remember when we were, when I was unemployed and we had something at the house celebrating, was it either Cinco de Mayo or something? Cinco de Mayo. And, and I we had went an, to it, the I Mexican even, market. I couldn't even get, I was struggling to have, Joy was like, we can't afford it. I was like, but look, if we can't afford it, then we shouldn't be hosting. I feel like that's a pride issue. Really? Like, that's what it sounds like to me. It sounds like pride, and I don't have time for that in my life. I really don't. So, 
a potluck, there's no issue with the potluck. Like I said, if you have an issue with potluck, then don't go. Like, that's really what it is. If you have an issue with potlucks, then you specifically don't go to a potluck. You miss out on all the food and all the fun. And that's I'm, I'm, I'm that's not saying dumb. I'm not going to go. I just don't prefer it. Now, if you are in a, a Friendsgiving, you're young, you're still establishing yourself, and no one really has a place. We're living in apartments. That part I can, I can get and understand. But like when you're inviting family over, like when I went to family, when I, growing up, when I went to family things, whether I was going to my Uncle Bill's house for a barbecue, whether I was going to my Auntie Judy's house for, a, for New Year's and celebrating, whether I was in my backyard at my parents' house, those individuals cooked and made all the food because they understood like that's what a, that's what hosting is. I think that you are not understanding that you have a smaller family situation. I understand that those are still and also people bring friends like there's just it's not your but your family function and my family function are two different things. So you go to my mom's side which is smaller. My aunt makes the majority, she does make of, majority the food. of the stuff. And a, a couple bring And then people, people bring, bring and she, yes. but she's not asking. She's like, okay, I'm a, and someone no. will just volunteer by, hey, I'm gonna bring some stuff. Okay, great. Right, cool. Like and I don't have an issue. But again, with that. that's, that's fine. smaller. But when you go to my dad's side, there is a lot of more people on that side of the family. And people do, they have and a lot more kids, uh, and and friends. Like there's just and the the policy there is the door is open to everyone. So if that's the case. We need to help each other out. Like, you know, I, I, just, I get it. I, I just, I just feel like Thanksgiving is about family and it is about helping. It's not about providing. Like, that's just dumb to me. No, that's I feel. Dumb. But I would even. I mean, even if, and if it came to a decision where someone was hosting and they couldn't afford everything, you know, let's look at it from an economic standpoint. Right. I would almost rather you call me and like call the family out and say, "Hey, this year, so and so is making all the food because I want somebody who can cook, and we're just collecting twenty dollars from." Every person. Right. I'm almost more inclined to do that than to come out here, prepare the food, then bring the food somewhere. I, I, I don't know. I'm just... You're bougie. I, maybe I am. Yeah. Maybe I am a bougie snob, but I'm, I'm just not, I'm like not a I fan said, of pot There is no reason other than pride as to why you don't like potlucks. I disagree. That's it. I disagree. I just, I just don't like the premise behind a potluck. I, I'm just what, not a fan. People of it. helping each other out—that no. that bothers you. That oh. traps your hide. Oh my gosh! So of course you want to swing it this way again. Okay, hey. that's the only way to swing it. That's what a potluck is. It's like, hey, I recognize that you are hosting this event and that you cannot handle everything on your own. Let me bring something and make the burden easier. And on some you. people can do that. That is fine, but that's their choice. They're not required to bring something. I, I just don't like that. Like, oh, in order for me to show up, you must have something. I, I don't, I I don't like, like the, the way that vibe. I feel like the policy is if you're like going to come and eat, then you should contribute. But my thing is if, you don't, if, if, you, if I need to contribute to go eat, then I'll just go eat at my own damn house. And you can do that. This is the thing. It's not like it's a birthday party. I agree that a birthday party should not be a potluck. Don't be like, it's my birthday, y'all. Bring something. No. And that's and, and and it's almost in that same line with birthday but, dinners. When people invite you to birthday dinners, and then oh, I'm gonna go ahead and pay for yourself. So I gotta go pay forty dollars because I'm with oh, all these cheap asses right. who don't want to pay for shit. I uh, don't love that. Th- it's horrible. I don't I love them. that. Yeah. If you're having a birthday dinner, a birthday party, like please, I- I'm cool off that. If you're gonna have eight people and we're trying to do eight checks and someone like, don't invite me. 
Because I'm, yeah. I'm not getting my money's worth. I'm annoyed. I, I, like, I don't like it. I, I don't like, like it when at all. it's a birthday celebration and it's at a place where you can pay at the counter or whatever. Like, you know, maybe it's like a bar that has food too. Or yeah, individual and you tabs. Pay for your, yes. I'm cool with that. Because inevitably someone doesn't account for gratuity or something. And then they leave the dinner. Yeah. And all of a sudden what I got for $12.99, I now had to pay $14.75. And you're mad. Or sorry, $42.75. I, I, like I feel like that same behavior can trickle down. Well, you only brought this. You brought this small. And that's I've heard not, it. I have heard it at potlucks before. That's Oh, you only brought this and you're trying to eat all of this. The real, the real issue when it comes with, with Thanksgiving is people's greedy asses want to fix to-go plates and plates for everybody and their mama before people get their food. That's really the problem, especially with black folks. <laughs> I was like, yo, can you just make your plate here, let everybody eat, and then once everybody has, has ate, if you want to go back and fix yourself a, a second plate or pack a to-go plate, from there, I'll let you know. But I feel like the cook, the host of the house, needs to grant you permission before doing that. Because I remember my uncle, rest in peace, Uncle Bill. He would say, if you're here, you can eat until your whole, till you can't, your eyes can't even open. He had no issue with that. But he said, you're not taking any of my food home. If somebody wants to come eat, then they can come to my house and they can enjoy their food while they're here. He just had that rule. Right. And I, and I respected that. It's like, yo, if you want to be here, let's eat, let's hang out, and we have a good time. But the problem is, is half the food is gone because it gets packed up for other people. And then it probably ends up going in the trash. Right. I, that, that, I, that I understand. I'm not rocking with pilots. I was going to say, I just feel, what I'm hearing too is that this was the way you were raised. <laughs> and that is how you feel. And that's Am I in the minority? Good. I want somebody to let me know. If I'm, if I'm being a bougie snob, call me a bougie snob. I have no offense to it. I take no offense. I genuinely take no offense to it, but I just want to know because I, I am, I'm not, I'm just not a fan of potlucks. I, I don't like the idea of I have to bring something in order to participate in this event. Not a fan. I mean, nobody likes that they have to participate. Exactly. Like, so nobody likes potlucks. But you, Thank you for proving my point. But you do your due diligence. Like you support, you support. That's it. All right. Well, if we well, the, this is going to be interesting. Is that you know we're we're going to obviously have vegan Thanksgiving, and no one's going to want vegan meals, and we're going to have our own food there, and won't eat anything that is there. So, well, I'm, and that's I'm the thing is like our case might be different because we aren't eating anything there. So we'll see. I don't know. Stop complaining. That's how I feel. <laughs> it's it, it's not it's not a complaint. It's not even really complaining. It's, not it's just my how preference. you feel. Yeah, yeah it's not it's my like style. I'm just, communi- I'm just yeah. communicating the reality. I'm just yeah. not a big fan of potlucks. I don't like them. To each his own. You're allowed to have your opinion about this, but we will have to revisit later because that's not going to work. It's just simply not going to work. Maybe when you're hosting an event. When I'm hosting too, if they're not a lot of people, fine. But if it's like... A million people were doing a potluck because that's common sense. Okay, the conversation over. We're, d- we're done okay, with it. You're done. With, you're done. You're done. You're done. <laughs> I wanted Fair to enough. talk about our marriage. Damn it. Okay, that's what I wanted to talk about. Right, go ahead. <laughs> we are uh, two years and change into our marriage. We were just. I don't. I feel like we've hit a stride the last couple of weeks, and we were talking. I would say to, the last couple months. Well, months. Yeah, yeah. It's been it's been a chunk of time, but I've I've really dug the past couple of weeks because we've been doing things as silly as that sounds without getting out of the house. Yeah, exploring, having yes. fun, dating again. Yes, that's, that's what, what it is. We're dating. We're dating. <laughs> we're dating. <laughs> that's that's what, that's the word that you're trying to look for. Yeah, is we're going on dates. <laughs> we're going. On we're hanging dates. out again, and I really like it. <laughs> it it's it's interesting, and I, we were just having a conversation with our friend yesterday. 
And I was just telling them, I said, I finally feel like we're settling into our marriage. And mm-hmm. they're like, what do you mean? Like, y'all lived together before you got married. Y'all been together since you were adults. It's been years. Like, what do you mean? And again, it, it's something that is so difficult to explain. And people have asked us on this platform, on this show, like, explain like, what do you mean how much marriage changes? And I think it's one of those things that I really understand when people say you just have to experience it to understand. When you get married, there again, there's just a shift. Mm-hmm. There is a shift, a strong emotional shift, mm-hmm. and a responsibility that just occurs within your marriage. Yeah. And it's you feel it within the dynamics of yeah. your relationship, but you also feel it within yourself. And it's hard to put your finger on it. And if you're married, you understand exactly what I'm talking about. If you're not yeah. married, you're probably listening to me like I'm crazy. It's a weight. It's a pressure. Yeah, it's, something it, it, like it's, that it's just a new it's a it's a new responsibility. And I'm sure people who have kids feel a similar shift, but can't really explain it right. either. And that's what it is. And for a while, you know, for the first, you know, well, I would say the first two years of marriages, there's been, it's just adjusting and understanding and really getting how people work. Cause you still want to enforce your will yeah. amongst people on, on people. You just do when you in, in a relationship, you do it and you get married. Like, okay, like, yeah, we're going to sacrifice and commitment and teamwork. Yeah. And these are all things that we preach and we do. But you still have those moments like, let me just kind of put my foot on the gas and see if I can really drive my wheel a little bit more. So you try that really. So for the first two years. It's a power struggle. We spent that. It really has been a power struggle of saying, okay, can I I flex a little harder here? No, that's not going to work. Okay, well, let me try this angle. Can I go a little harder here? No, that's not working either. Well, what if I come around the corner and try it again? Okay, that's got a better response, right? So let me try this angle. So you constantly move yeah, these chess pieces. Do you feel like I was flexing on you? No, or? It's, it's, no, it's not a not a flex and a. Um, this is what I'm going to do. But there's definitely no. You time. are definitely flexing. I can confidently say you you, you are ha- flexing. You have some flex as well. Yeah, you, you, that's the, what. Where I, you're like, I'm not going to do this, or this is how we're going to do it. I mean, hell, you just said, well, if we have a host, this right. is what we're going to do. Well, no, I because I want to say more of like there was some flexing from you and resistance from me. Correct. I feel like that was because I don't really feel true. like I was flexing on you. As much. But you were very resistant. Yeah. And I would just say up until about a few months ago. <laughs> like, don't tell me what to We do. have finally, <laughs> I think I have moved, speaking from a personal space, I have eased up on my, my throttle and trying to be insistent upon change with certain items. You guys all know how I feel about mess and dishes and the kitchen and things just being all over the place. I've expressed that multiple times on this platform. But I've realized that my continual pushing the throttle, trying to change these things, oh, and finances, forgot about those. (laughs) You might, my, you know, trying to just floor it and and get joy to change is just not, it's not the right way to go about it. So since I've eased up on the throttle and trying to get joy to do things my way or what I think is the best way for the house, it's like, okay, let's just understand that this is how joy is. This is how I am. This is the way our house operates. And now let's just manage this thing together. Right. And it has been more peaceful. So much more But peaceful. it took two years. Yeah. Like it genuinely took two years. I understand when people say, you got to get through the first five years of marriage. If you get through the first <laughs> five years of marriage, then typically you're all right. And I would say, it's like, okay, we're finally like, ah, I can see, I, I can see, the, I can see the sky. Yeah, it's it's nice to be able to appreciate where we are instead of constantly thinking about where we should be. Like this is how our marriage should be going. It's it's nice to just be able to sit in it and enjoy it because it is nice. It's good. 
it's really good. It's it just is not perfect. And it's, it I think that that's never what you're trying to do. Is like you're trying to tweak it to this idealized version of what you want your partnership to be instead of looking at it for face value. For sure. And what yeah. and, and what I realized in doing that is you get away from the little things that make your marriage fun. You yeah, know what I said? When you you're just dating, yeah. there's there's almost no responsibility to each other. <laughs> right. Hey, like, your responsibility is like, you're not going to cheat on me and I'm not going to cheat on you. Like that's the really, that's it. But there's <laughs> right. no responsibility beyond really that. Right. But when you get married, there's a much bigger responsibility beyond just you know, being faithful to each other. And so when you're, when I was trying to, put the chess pieces and, and, and execute the perfect game, you kind of throw to the wayside all those little things that make your relationship fun. You know, just the, the random outings, the running errands, the go out and have dinner, go watch a movie, hang yeah. out and be silly. Granted, we still did all those things. And yeah. I want to be clear on that. But it wasn't as... There wasn't as much joy in it. Correct. It wasn't... Because there it, was an underlying, like, we're spending money or, <laughs> yeah. or you know, we're sitting around and there's things to do. Like, you know, it's Correct. just... Just like right now, like, our kitchen is a hot There are so many mess. dishes. We've used all the bowls. Like. All the bowls, all the silverware, <laughs> yeah. half the plates, and we just haven't... But we had a good weekend. We had a very good weekend. Uh, my goal yesterday was to fold all my clothes because <laughs> I was ridiculous with the clothes. I can recognize that ridiculous but I was like I need to fold my clothes and we're gonna do dishes and I folded the clothes and I was like you know what I'm done and Justin did not move from the sofa no didn't I, move so I was, I was like good. you know what we're you, okay you're this picking is okay. your battles and those yeah. are the little things before because I wouldn't been able because the kitchen's a hot mess because her clothes are literally scattered <laughs> clean clothes scattered in a pile on her <laughs> side of of the room so I wouldn't been able to function and relax and just like you know I'm just gonna enjoy my wife on a Sunday night I couldn't do that right. because I'm trying to move all these pieces right and it's like, okay, you know what? This is, it's just not going to work. I have to realize that this is joy. I'm going to communicate once, <laughs> maybe twice, and say, hey, do you mind? And if you ignore it, then that's all I can really do. I can't do much. I can be mad, but then what happens is when you're mad about that one thing, it is now trickling over Spirals, into everything else. Yeah. And that is what my problem has always been. I'll be mad about one thing, and then it's just, you get the full gauntlet of heat right. for five minimal things and then my friends come back and be like Jay you're tripping like it's not that big deal and I was like no you don't understand this is the issue but yeah, it's been nice you know since I've made that shift and it's now just bringing a different energy to our marriage completely different energy it's fun again we're friends again too I feel like for a while we just didn't have that friendship you had to find your groove yeah. and we're not saying that you guys are like wait wait so y'all out here putting up fronts no no like let's be very no clear. we were still happy like it wasn't like oh we were sitting miserably in our marriage it's like we're just even better now and i think the other thing that we've understood now is that the change is gradual right it's not something that needs to be enforced and happen right away it's like you you let yourself be heard you let it sit for a while. If nothing happens, maybe you let yourself be hurt again. You let it sit for a while. If nothing happens, then maybe you'll have like a serious talk about it. But you just have to be patient with one another. Like patience is a real, <laughs> real deal thing. So I think where, I, where you've had to deal with my habits, I've had to deal with you evolving as a person. Because that's the other thing is we're still growing. And to be patient through somebody's emotional growth Especially when you've already figured something out, not and not to like brag, but the, but I I had already figured out a lot of the things that you understand now. Correct. So for me to have to be patient through that was trying. <laughs> for me not to force him to have an emotional revolution and let him grow at his own speed. Now eventually, I was like, look. <laughs> <laughs> 
I cannot deal with this anymore. You're going to have to go see somebody. Because I, I still want him to do it on his own. And I don't even know. Do you think that that's what, what helped you? Or no, do you think it was a combination of I things? Still ha- I still have two more sessions left. But I, I, I would say I think it's a combination of things. Becoming just more aware. It's an awareness. Yeah. And an understanding and a maturity and a growth that like you can't get. I, I want to do things my way all the mm-hmm. time. Because most of the time I feel like my way is the correct way. Yeah. And... I would argue that most of the time my way is the correct way. Your way is very efficient, but it doesn't work for everyone. And that's what I would say. It is is very efficient, and I think people would benefit if they did it my way. But at the end of the day, day, I have to understand that it doesn't fit everyone. And I tried literally for two years to to (laughs) shift and mold and move. And I was just like, okay, well, my baby is a boulder. And (laughs) she's just not going to move at all. So I can choose to just continue pushing a boulder, and it remain unmoved or I can just change the way I look at it and appreciate the other sides of the boulder. Lean up against the boulder. (laughs) Use it as shade from the sun. Like, you know what I'm saying is that I think that when you stop trying to mold your partner into who you want them to be, and that goes for both of us, you allow them to shine for who they actually are. And there's something really wonderful about that too. Indeed it is. And that's what you fall in love with. At the end of the day, like that's what, that's what got you. So embrace it. So shout out to all my young married folks out there who are still working it, trying to figure it out. It is a journey. We are only two years along in this journey, although we will be celebrating our 10-year anniversary being together at the top of next year, which is such a crazy thing to think about. She's been rocking with me for 10 years. Yeah. I got friends who've been with me for 10 years, and I know they're already like, good law. <laughs> they don't have to live with me and deal with me every day. So, baby, I appreciate and love you. I so, love all, you like too. I said, all my married folks, man, we wish you well. We love you guys. Continue on the on the, on the growth and the development within your marriage. Yeah. If we can continue to be a resource, please shoot us an email. Send us a DM, whatever it is. You know we're here to help. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. And, of course, share it with your friends. And, as always, let's keep the conversation going online. You can head over to our website, lovejays.com. You will see all of the social media icons right there on the top of the page. Thanks again, and we'll see you next Tuesday.